Hello, and welcome to our weekly podcast of Who's Here in the Hamptons. I'm Dan Retiner, your host, broadcasting from my home in the Hamptons, where I have lived for over 55 years. I've written a dozen books about this glorious place, and I've seen it grow through the years from small tourist towns, quaint fishing villages, and a summer playground for high society, to what it is today, a world-class resort for celebrities, artists, musicians, authors, and billionaires. In my podcast, I will bring you interviews with not only these people, but also prominent local people who have helped shape the Hamptons. Welcome to Dan's Talks. This uh, morning, I'm my guest is Ed Hollander, a landscape architect of note, uh, who lives in Sag Harbor and uh, also has, uh, I guess your main office is in New York City. So you must be doing considerable amount of work here and there. Where, main where... office is in New York and another office in Chicago. I'm about to get on a plane to go to Taiwan where we have seven projects going on. And we're basically working largely around the world. But my favorite place to work is Sag Harbor. Well, I've known you a long time, uh, and I, I think you still live in that house at the turn at Germain, right? We're on. We're actually over on Bayview Avenue. We oh. we've we've got a little bit more room, and as the family expanded, so did so did the house. But we've been in this house on Bayview for about twenty five years, and it's it's. I mean, the Sag Harbor is is is. I mean, I was born and raised in Manhattan, so I've always been a city kid. But I think of Sag Harbor as home. Did uh, did you ever live or work in the? It was sort of a white mansion on. Uh, I guess it's uh, there at Madison, right at the turn of Germain. No, that that was we we were on Elizabeth Street before we had our daughter, in a you know in a sweet little you know Sag Harbor cottage, and you know once we once we had our daughter, every architect and builder came over and told me the same thing, which was go get a bigger house. <laughs> what. Uh... What brought you here in the first place since you're a city kid? Well, you know, we started working in the Hamptons when this probably goes back 35 years ago. And I had a friend who's, you know, who had a house on Madison Street and I would crash on her couch. And then she had a child. And, you know, this was almost this is when Sag Harbor houses didn't really have air conditioning. And it was a hot, buggy night and sleeping on the couch was too hot. So I went out and did my car, which is parked on Madison Street and turned the air conditioning on and let that run for 20 minutes and then huh. for a couple hours. And that worked great till about 3.30 in the morning when a group of drunks coming up off of Main Street started banging on my door and nearly caused me to soil myself in fear. Huh. And I said, you know what? You need to go get your own place and stop sleeping in cars on, on Madison well, Good advice in Sandy yeah. Harbor. Right. Unless you're, well, we can go, go that how did you hear about um how did you hear about the little walkway under the bridge which i referred to as the trip down the rabbit hole well 20 some odd years ago and i don't even remember who the mayor was at that point we had done a little plan of of what could be done with this was when it was the old remkes you know the old the the, the professional building and the remkes area and we did a little plan there for some reason, I think for the Sag Harbor Historical Society. And that sat in a dusty drawer somewhere till at some point, some developers came in and wanted to develop that site. And I think Brian Gilbride was the mayor at that point. And he said, you can't build these here. We have a plan for a park. Okay. And that kind of resurrected this. And then 
through Brian and Sandra Schroeder, we we developed some plans for the park. When Sandra was mayor, she approached us and said, listen, you know, we appreciate the fact that you've worked on Oakland Cemetery for the village and Eastville Cemetery for the village, and you've done a master plan for the Whaling Museum, and you've done this design for the park. We'd like to engage you at your same rate of pay, being zero, to help us out with Long Wharf. And, you know, we, we, we did the design for Long Wharf and it got completed just as COVID hit. And it turned into this magical space, which invited people to experience the waterfront of Sag Harbor. And it used to be, you know, that, that it was all asphalt all the way to the edge. There was a bumper so the cars wouldn't go into the water, but no pedestrian security whatsoever. It was just, you know, it was kind of, it was it was a classic Sag Harbor thing that didn't make a lot of sense. Um, and so we, you know, we wrapped it in a boardwalk. We managed to to rejigger the alignment so that all of a sudden there's a 40 foot wide area at the end of the pier, which is all public open space now. and is, you know, a wonderful gathering place for people to watch the sunset and look over the sailboats. And, you know, we you could see the magic that that Long Wharf had given to the village. And as we then started to design the park, I think this was when Jim LaRocca became mayor, we started to discuss the idea of actually connecting the boardwalk that wraps around Long Wharf all the way around under the under the bridge, if you will, and connecting over to Steinbeck Park so that now all of a sudden, the waterfront of the village was finally be given back to the people of the village. You would actually be able to walk along and experience you know, a long, significant public promenade, um, you know, that that goes through Upper Sag Harbor Cove and Lower Sag Harbor Cove and ties Long Wharf, which is a great space, and the park, which will be a great space together. And you can kind of stroll all along the harbor. For myself, um, while it was still in bushes and so forth where the park is now, I didn't even know it existed. I I'd forgotten about how there was a fishing station which went bust in there. And there was also uh, this medical building that seemed right. to be falling into ruin. Uh, I sort of knew the backstory of this, which I may may have wrong, but I'll tell it to you and you might be able to tell me. My mother and father uh, joined the Noyak Golf Club and Harry Diner had put this together. He was a dentist who worked in New York City. He owned these little tiny lots that were located where the big uh, Steinbeck Park is today. And he had partnered with about different people for different parcels. And um, it was a mess. You, you really had to do almost a magical thing to get all these parcels together. Was that true? Is that the case? That's how what I had learned at the time. I don't think I know enough to argue with you. I know that it was a very complicated legal issue to get the various parcels of land that and 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 the various ownership between the old Long Island Railroad right of way and right. other easements. So I don't know that what you're saying is 100% accurate, but there's at least a kernel of truth in there in that it was a complicated piece of property to put together that the village ended up acquiring through CPF funds as part of the Bialski development of the three buildings that have gone up there now? Well, um, the the other thing I had experienced was to uh, walk along the uh, little artificial beach, which faces out into the harbor. 
and then say, what's under this abutment that goes up on this, <laughs> this bridge that crosses over to North Haven? Let's just walk around here and see what it is. And it was all stickers and uh, bushes and trees and and then this marvelous beach and right smack in the middle of everything. And it was accessible. Yep. I, yep. Have, I was amazed to see this and also well bitten up. <laughs> right. So now, I mean, that beach is we we so far we've built in the board. We, we've built in. We have built the boardwalk and kind of the central platform with stairs down to the beach because everything about the park is inviting people to access, to see and to use you know, Sag Harbor to use the water. It focuses on that. We're we're starting on the phase two construction now, which is a low kind of grassy amphitheater with natural stone set into it. But all of that focuses down on the water since, you know, as, as creative as I like to think that we are, you know, we've got a beautiful sunset over Sag Harbor Cove almost every evening. And all I have to do really is create some places where people can sit and enjoy that. Yes. What I wondered about the grass, uh, there, it's rather lumpy and uninviting. What is oh, it? So that is, you know, when 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 the village acquired the property from the developers through the whole CPF thing, they had someone who just kind of leveled it out and dumped some stuff in there. And so we we, you know, nobody wanted to waste the money to make good grass until we were ready to do something there. Because so really, what they did is, it's. You know, it, it was very temporary and there was no irrigation and no water. I mean, the best we could do is get the fire department out there once or twice with their hoses okay. trying to get some water on it. So the finished areas that we did for this past summer had you know, we used a, a fescue grass, which requires no fertilizer and, and much less water. But as we start to develop more and more areas, the end product, the fescue turf will be much more inviting than our Sahara desert clumps which were kind of, which I thought was, we had kind of Sahara desert clumps with the <laughs> rattiest collection of picnic tables seen this side of the Harlem River Drive. Yes, I, I agree with, with that okay. entirely. Um, I wanted to talk I don't mean to put down the Harlem River Drive either. There's some nicer places there. So it was, it's it's trying to make do. And remember, you know, we're we're doing this with with the help of the Sag Harbor Partnership Raising Fund. So and there, you know, a lot of this is getting done through the contributions of local landscape contractors and grading people. We're really we're, we're recycling and reusing a lot of materials that are available on the east end. I mean, the whole amphitheater is being built with sand filled that's coming off a construction site in North Haven. A lot of the stone steps are coming out of the Sag Harbor dump where we have salvaged old curbstones and reusing them. So it's very it's very much being part of Sag Harbor where we're reusing old things. Talk to me a, a little bit about uh, what happened with Town Pond and how it got into trouble and what's what's being done. And I know you made a plan which was not approved yet. Or well, so so Jerry Larson called me and said, you know, we 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 need to make Town Pond better looking and ecologically healthier. Could you help? So, you know, being the schmuck that I am, I said, sure, love to in my free time. But Jerry, I think, is a very good guy. And obviously, Town Pond in East Hampton is an iconic place. And, you know, unfortunately, what it what it really is, is it's a place where a lot of runoff from the roads and things like that go into it. So we're, we're starting with some fairly poor water quality. They have they went through a big process where they dredged out. I don't know how many decades of silt and things 
to 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 give to just so that there's more water in it, which is the first step in being healthy. And we came up with a, a plan to do some pollinator meadows around the pond, which would a create some some seasonal diversity. It would help filter some of the nutrients out of the water. It would create habitat for birds and bees and butterflies. So I think it would improve the 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 ecology of the pond. It would provide pollinator habitat. It would make it look much better. We presented that to the board. This was a couple of weeks ago. Um, I've got a meeting, I think, next week with some of the members of the LVIS who have some questions about it. And then, you know, depending on how that goes, the village may decide to move forward with some of it, all of it. You know, I, I'm not exactly sure where that's going and when it's getting there. What are, are there other projects that you're uh, proud of on, in the Hamptons or... Uh... Well, I mean, we've done any any number of the most spectacular homes out there, which is great. And that's one thing. But I have to say that, you know, we, we have a new book coming out with Rizzoli in, in, in 24 called The Landscape of Home. And it talks about homes by the sea, homes in the country, homes in the city. And then the last chapter is called My Home. And it's not about my house so much as it's about my home which is Sag Harbor and what we have done in the village of Sag Harbor. And that includes, you know, restoring all of Oakland Cemetery. You know, we would walk through there and the trees were collapsing and breaking the headstones. And this was when Sandra Schroeder was married. I said, Sandra, if the trees break the headstones, we lose the history of Sag Harbor. The history of Sag Harbor is contained in the architecture, but it's contained in the cemeteries of, of Sag Harbor as well. And so that was a big project. And we we had seven or eight of the of the tree companies that that donated time landscape and we did a huge amount of work we probably did a quarter million dollars worth of work pruning restoring cleaning up and saving oakland cemetery we then approached okay could we do this over in eastville which is you know there that's primarily an african-american cemetery it's got a lot of native americans in there and we and we we worked on that we've done a master plan for the whaling museum we took the edge of Long Island Avenue and created a pollinator walk that's called Jean's Walk, what was named after my, my dearly deceased mother. Um, Long Wharf has been fabulous. And, you know, Steinbeck Park has been a 10-year a adventure so far. And to me, one of the most wonderful elements of being a resident of Sag Harbor is being able to make contributions, to take what I do and who I am which is a landscape architect, and to be able to give that knowledge, those talents, that experience, and the ability to corral a lot of the contractors in the Hamptons for the benefit of the village of Sag Harbor. Right. And to me, I said to my wife, I said, I want to be the poor Mrs. Russell Sage. She could afford to buy everything, which I can't, but I can make contributions based on who I am and what better, prouder thing do I have than to be able to give back to the home where I live. I think you've done a marvelous thing for the village, as have others. And uh, I, I really want to congratulate you on uh, all that you've done. I think it's a great thing for the village of Sag Harbor. I think, you know, Sag Harbor, like all the villages out there, are, are rife with politics and disagreements. And the, the park is one of the few things we get everybody to agree on. And to, and it's a, it's a positive thing. The other great thing for the park is that it actually provides something for the people in the Hamptons who have the least. And they are to some, they are many times a forgotten group of people that don't have their own private clubs and their own private beaches. 
And it's very rewarding to go down to what was, you know, even this summer where there was just the boardwalk and the beach and to see 20, 30 people out there, to see families out there, to see them using this space that, as you said, had been derelict for so many years, starting to have a new life. It's part of it's part of Sag Harbor where, you know, it 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 reinvents itself every every couple of decades. And I think we're reinventing this space and creating a wonderful place for for the citizens and, and residents and and guests to use. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Good Thanks. to talk to you, Dan. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.